0: And thank you for tuning in to episode 55 of You Play A What. I hope all of you are well. My apologies for the late release this week, but man, has this been a pretty dark couple of days for Singapore. And perhaps there's no better time for us to show some care and concern for the people around us that we really care about. And maybe the two recent episodes can be a starting point for us to pay more attention to the ones around us who might be facing various challenges in their life. In this part two of my conversation with Dr. Andy Sim, we spoke about a quote that has significant meaning to him, building resilience, addressing the fear of failure, the heart and brain relationship, ants versus apes, the fight and flight response, the power of deep, light and paced breathing, and the importance of staying in the present. Enough from me now, please enjoy this episode of You Play a What? with... Andy. found this really interesting quote from your website mm. okay and i'll just read it out to you yeah. and i i would just want uh, your inputs on on certain things and s- some of the terms so uh, in the quote uh, you said with embodied insight comes mm. self-regulation mm. with self-regulation comes self-generation mm. with self-generation comes embodied resilience mm. With embodied resilience comes vitality. Mm-hmm. With vitality comes health and well being. Mm-hmm. And of course, some of these terms like regulation, you have already mentioned in the the previous uh, topic about stress. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, let's start. Uh, let's go line by line. Right? Yeah. Okay. So let's start with embodied insight. And what do you mean by that?
1: When it comes to embodied insight, you know, it's just like uh, what I mentioned before. It's the understanding. Especially mm. the understanding of the nature of certain things. Okay. Okay. So when it ins- we know what's inside, right? We we know the the meaning of inside. When it comes to embodied, means that, you no, know, we, we there's a need for us to, um, encompass, different areas of discipline to come in, so that we are able to have a better understanding about certain situation. Okay. And that means that for me. That you know, if I were to understand you know, the philosophy of this particular thing, okay, and also maybe the um the neuroscience of this particular thing, and or maybe you know uh, other components like the mechanics of this thing, when I come together that becomes embodied. Mm, okay. Okay, so so in terms of well, our well-being, right, that we are able to, to understand how the brain works. How our body works, the mind and the body connection. Mm. And how does this mind co- body, the internal environment you know, interact with the social environment? Right? When all these come together, you have an embodied insight. It's just like what I mentioned that you know uh, the words that we receive by someone, it may be very harsh to us that cut our ego. So when we are able to understand beyond their behavior. Mm. Okay, be what's behind? What's the underlying part of that? And we 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 are able to achieve or obtain
0: this embodied insight. So self regulation means that we are able to then with this information, with uh what we've gathered with this uh, embodied insight, yes, with this sort of information to then, uh, regulate and put ourselves in a more, a healthier, frame of mind.
1: That's right. That, That's right. That right. Okay. We well, are able to understand, you know, uh, the whole the whole nature of it. Now, we are able to be mindful of the thoughts that came to us. Mm. Okay, the first thought might be, "I'm not good enough." Okay, I might, I, I must be a very uh, poor student to this person. Mm. Okay, so those are the thought bubbles. When we have this insight, you're able to to reframe all these thoughts. That okay, that um maybe I'm I'm not doing well in this. Okay. So but I think that I can improve. Maybe the professor is, professor is just trying to motivate me mm. by you know his own style his own method. Yeah. Intentions are the still intentions, good. Intentions that's right. Intentions. But, yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the you don't feel the hurt. That's so right. You feel the hurt. But you understand the intentions good. That's right. You know. Doesn't right? doesn't mean so I'm that, I'm that can cope enough. with it. That. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Because
1: mm. like for you, you know, let's say you you you've gone all the way to UK. That means that you have all your strength and, and all your capability and competency in order to get you there okay so so we don't we do not beat ourselves just based on that one phrase of words mm. okay yeah yeah so and then physiologically you're able to uh, being aware and mindful of those symptoms okay mm. oh, my my heart is got my, my heartbeat is increased has increased okay I can probably feel that my blood pressure has increased everything no I'm, right. I'm trembling. Okay, but with that with that understanding that's normal for me because um you know I'm receiving all these words. I mean it may be a bit traumatic for me, but that's how mm. my body works. Okay. This is a fight and flight thing.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So with yeah. all this understanding we are able to regulate better. We have we are able to to use the tools to help us to return to the normal baseline.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, and
0: then now going to from self-regulation comes self-generation. So self-generation doesn't mean uh, a a type of healing process uh, or coping process with uh, the current situation that we are facing? Yeah. Or am I taking it wrongly? No,
1: that that is correct in a way. uh, Self-generation is more uh, in terms of physiological. Alright, because when we are under stress, there will be all these stress hormones, all these proteins that that will be activated. The cortisol will be Mm -hmm. activated. Okay. So so it's always the wear and tear. We call it the allostatic load onto our body. Alright. So that's why sometimes you no know, uh, we, we are able to feel that uh, when you're under stress, you're more susceptible to flu okay. or fever. Okay. Mm. Or even you know, indigestion, constipation.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. All this are um, right. the work of the uh the autonomic autonomic nervous system. When the sympathetic mm. nervous system is always increasing, the fight in flight is always activating. Okay. 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 We are not able to return or rather to activate to the balance with the rest and digest system, the parasympathetic nervous system.
2: Mm. Right. Okay. So
1: so when we when we are we are able to self-regulate, that will bring that the two systems to come together and and strike a balance, and that's where the healing mm. process will start, you know.
0: I see. Okay, right, and then uh, embodied resilience. Hmm. That's is, this is an interesting one, right? So uh, what what does that mean?
1: When come to embodied resilience, is is the mind, the body, mm-hmm. and how we react to the uh the environment. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, right. I think um when the when we are able to have cell generation, that means that our body and brain is in coherence, is synchronised. Because mm. you know when, when we, we are under uh, a, a huge amount of, of stress, okay, um a lot of especially the front part of the brain, it doesn't get activated. It's always the midbrain, high brain, and below. They are okay. in a chaotic state. Right. Okay. And then mm. you know the reasons that not they are not able to bounce back. They're not able to recover and to, to strike that we call it coherence. Okay. So so in in terms of when you're able to self generate, you know, with all those uh the physiological, uh all the biochemistries to come together, right? Mm. The mind and body will start to to uh to to synchronize better. Okay. So that comes with the next line. When you're able to synchronize better as a whole. Okay, then you will have good energy. The vitality will just, you know, uh mm. yeah, increase by itself. Yeah. So,
0: if you don't mind, let's just differentiate the difference between vitality and health, mm. right? So, and um, because if uh, any of the listeners have uh, are any form of gamers, we know that vitality always refers to our health points. If you have a vitality potion, oh, okay. then okay. yeah, yeah, your your health points will, will that will increase or regenerate your health points, That's right. right? That's right. So, and um, like you, you mentioned already, vitality is. Is energy mm. and how, how, what is the, the differentiation between mm. these two terms?
1: In fact, yeah, um, you can say vitality equals to health in a way, exactly not as the health point. I think that that's really a good one because mm. you know, the whole body is we are being generated driven by energy, anything that we do is always by energy, no, mm. yeah, because it's a, we, we we call ourselves an energetic body, right? Right, whatever that we eat. No, that the food will just transform into glucose, and glucose will transform into energy. Mm. Even by thinking, even by you know thinking about certain concepts, we need energy because the the brain will just need twenty you percent. know, to take up twenty percent oxygen and the energy. Mm. Right. So so that is something that um is exactly like the health, the vit, what, health point right in the games.
0: Health point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The 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 more HP, that you can regulate,
1: yeah. the more that you can generate, the more that you can bounce back. You know know, with, uh, within the mind and the body, the higher the health points that you have. The higher the mm. health points, also that means that, you know, your physical health, mental health, emotional health, they all will be one whole, you know, uh, uh, in a way, uh, a wholesome. Mm. Yeah.
0: Right. And let me try to just kind of put into my words what you have just said. Once we have uh, these different aspects of our life taken care of, Right mm. when like you said the mind and the body is synchronized and is one we are we then have a higher sense of resilience mm. and with that means that we are able to take on more challenging tasks that means we are able to work around uh, the the difficulties ahead of us yeah. with less effort
1: with less less effort yeah that's right because with the, the mindfulness the less effort also means that where we put our focus on too Right. Because even though there are certain kind of difficulties or, or um, adversity during certain situations, how are we able to focus on the positive ones? Mm. Of course the negative ones that that you know there'll be lessons to learn, but when we put our whole focus onto that, that's not productive. And that also have a huge impact on our body because those will be that that would uh, manifest into depleting emotions, depleting energies.
2: Mm.
1: yeah so we are able to to you know focus on a positive one you know how to uh more of looking to into solutions okay and that that can uh generate the the better uh biochemistry in our body mm. Mm. right and uh you
0: you know when it comes to resilience right so i one of the schools that I, I teach in. Mm-hmm. I we had a meeting with the principal recently and actually made another episode on this uh sometime last year. And that is uh they said that the in the school the, the school is a is a really, really good school, mm. right? One of the, the nation's best, mm. but the the percentage of the students mm. uh fearing failure mm. is above national level. Mm right and of course um they try to tell us that we are going to use cca as an activity Mm. to make them explore all these uh um different shapes of uh failures and uh, try to accept failures trying to go on this journey Mm. of um basically uh think about progress and less so about like pass or fail sort of thing Mm. yeah so and I, I know that even for adults, right? If you just tell that, tell adults to like, oh, you know, this is a different activity.
2: Mm. Don't
0: behave like how you behave in the most like, you know, 10 hours of your life. Mm. And in these two hours, mm. go and be different. It's not going to work. Yeah. Right. So, um, how, how do you think we can encourage students to our best ability to have th- this open-mindedness when it comes to uh, facing failures.
1: Um. Yeah. Th- this is this is something that it's not uncommon. <laughs> that mm. you know, I've counseled in universities, and I've s- I seen the best students. Has it got something to do with like uh,
0: a person's resilience in a way?
1: That 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 is definitely. That is because the um we want to tap into the belief system. Of a person. Okay, so when a b- person has a um, more of the autonomic uh, negative thoughts, we call N's A N T S. Okay. You know, mm. yeah. Then sounds like a past. a past. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So so when a person has more of those uh, automatic ne- uh, negative thoughts, okay, that I'm not good enough, uh, I can never succeed. Okay, I'm. How come I'm not able to be as good as the other person? Okay, especially in a very competitive environment. Mm. Okay, so so when this person is you know um you know engulfed with all these all these thoughts, right? Resilience will definitely be lower. Okay, the fear of failure will be higher because it's always being uh uh evaluated of their own mm. performance. This is the same thing as you know as a performance anxiety. Okay. Okay? And performance anxiety is also part of uh, social anxiety. Social mm. anxiety disorder. Okay? okay. Within the, we call it the DSM-5. Alright? Right. So... That, that's,
0: sorry, yeah? Huh? So just stop you for a second. Does that mean that social anxiety in a way that if we don't do well, we are not accepted in our social circle? Or... Yeah. It, 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 is that that sort of meaning? That's right. That's right.
1: Because okay. in a very competitive uh, uh, environment that we have certain kind of uh, tiers... Mm. definitely we want to be a top tier yeah right uh, the 90% and the you know or the first class honors right <laughs> yeah. so so when, when when we just drop a bit of that right I've been getting A's you know for the whole of my life if I will get an A minus that means that I'm lousy. i I'm not competent
2: mm.
1: right so I you know when you're up there the fear of failure is also that we want to maintain keep on maintaining that results so anything that uh, just make a shift. that physiological uh, uh, part of us will just get activated. Mm. Yeah so one part of it is when we want to teach students how uh, in order to be resilient okay So we need to get them to to understand the ends. Okay. No, what are your usually your negative thoughts? Because when they verbalize then they know. Otherwise it's all always mindfulness. We are always in mm. an auto pilot mode. It's just like a drunk drunkard, right? Drunkard right. will not tell you that oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm. So so mm. it's the same thing that you need them to verbalize that, oh, okay, I always think that I'm not good enough. Okay, i I can never be popular in that sense. Mm. All right. So also to get them to, to uh, be aware of the the bodily symptoms, you know, heart okay. racing, you know, sweaty palms, all this thing. When they're able mm. to, to to build the awareness of that, we can move them to Ipes. apes, a p e, s. no know, apes. Apes actually okay. the ape ends. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. So those are okay. the adaptive, yeah. adaptive, or positive, uh, mm. emotions. Okay. Okay. So, in a way that we get them to what they can appreciate in their life.
2: Mm. Okay?
1: When you're able to appreciate or pay gratitude in your life uh, of what you have, the the whole biochemistry just changed. Okay? Okay? From cortisol to this chemical called DHEA. Okay? This is anti-aging hormones in a way that can build resilience.
2: Mm.
1: Okay? So, what we have here is, you know, the the connection the ends to apes Okay, mm. and by mindfulness breathing, okay, by mindfulness meditation you know, of, of this part, understanding of uh, why the fear of failure that will mm. help them to move forward.
0: Okay, right. Mm. In, in this last uh, segment, we talk a lot about uh, synchronization, right? Yeah. Being one with uh, the mind and the body. And I think this has a lot to do with uh, the, the heart math system that you have. Uh, that you practice Mm. right so i've done a little bit of research about it not a lot but (laughs) but uh correct me if i'm wrong okay heart math system is whereby you study the the heart rate based on uh maybe certain triggers and stuff like that to see whether the the particular sort of patient or client has certain anxiety That's that's right in certain parts of their life yeah right so like you said this seems like a a really good system for us to find that synchronization that we are lacking
1: in. That's right.
0: That's right. In our life. Right? That's right. Yeah.
1: That's also like coherence we're talking about. Coherence, you know, synchronization, integration. It's just like you no know, an orchestra. Mm. Okay. So so as a conductor, you o- you always have to, to, to look into balancing. Trumpet, you're yep. too loud. You know, you need to tone down a bit. As usual. As usual, yeah. right. <laughs> Oops, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 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 Uh, or the, you know, the 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 flutes flute, and you need to let the flutes to sing those things. So we're always looking mm. into balance, and that's exactly the same. You know, that's like a metaphor to our own body. Mm. Okay, when it comes to stress, okay, it, it could be one of the sections is too loud. Okay, they are dominating the whole the whole piece, right? Mm. So so when it come to this um, heart math, okay, we call it the heart math system because heart math system is, is, a, very, is a very huge, uh, um, what do you call that? It? Um, it, it's not just on the heart because it, it really encompasses a lot of things in, in the scientific literature. But we focus on the mm. heart first. Why, why the heart? Because we realize that you know, the heart-brain connection, the heart can uh, influence the brain more than the brain can influence the heart. Mm. Mm. Because what what we we study in psychology, you know, the 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 popular psychology, that right, is is usually the brain. All this world always been the brain, right. right? The heart has been neglected, in fact. Mm. Yeah, uh, even even Charles Darwin, Charles Darwin, that you mm. know in the uh, late nineteenth century, he already you know, noticed about what the heart can do. Mm. Okay, because the heart itself right. is we, we call it also a brain by itself. Many people right. doesn't know that because the, the, the heart effect have uh, like the brain has uh, the neurons in that. That's why a lot of short-term memory and long-term memory is also encoded in the heart. Mm, and that be even okay. quicker than what the brain can receive. Right. That's why we call it it's a heart brain Anyway, And then mm. the heart is also has this magnetic field that can be measured in you know, a few feet. Uh, maybe it's I mean, uh, two meters away from the body. That's why sometimes okay. that when wow. you when you go into um, a room, you are able to feel something. Right, it, this doesn't feel right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Because everyone mm. have this electromagnetic field that that is uh, uh pumping out of our body. Mm. Okay. So we are able to sense each other's uh wave line. Right. Okay. okay. And in fact, that uh, we also found that a heart that's um you know, hundred times greater in terms of the field, the magnetic field. It's greater than the brain. Mm-hmm. You see, because as I mentioned, the heart can can be you know receive a few feet away, but the brain is only a few inches. I see. Okay. Yeah, so so when we you know that the the thing is that when we are under stress, the first thing that we can feel is the heart rate increase. Mm. Right, but and okay. also the only thing that we can really focus or control is the heart rate through breathing. Okay. Okay, so that's also yes. regulation, mm. right? Just like you mentioned about heart rate. Heart rate is only a tear of the iceberg. What we use here in the heart system is more on the, what we call the heart rate variability. Okay. Yeah, it's that. that is to measure right. the bit-to-bit, you no, know, of the heart rate. Exactly bit-to-bit. Mm. Because uh, when we, you know, when we feel stressed or relaxed, there's a, a different kind of characteristic of the heart. Even when we breathe. Mm. Okay, just to make a guess. So when we breathe in, when inhale, right? What do you think mm. the heart rate increase or decrease? When we breathe in, it increase. Well, well done. <laughs> yes, increase. Right.
2: Okay.
1: okay. So as yeah. we exhale, the heart rate will decrease. Mm. Okay. Think about the times when we when we are you know, under stress. How's our breathing like? Shallow. Shallow fast, fast, Right when we fast, Mm. you keep increasing the heart rate. When we Mm. breathe in, the sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight system, will get activated. When Mm. we exhale, the parasympathetic nervous system, the rest or digest system, will get activated. Mm. Okay, so in Hartman's system, that we are using, you know, in terms of technology, the thing that we use to measure the HRV, heart rate variability, and the tools to help us to regulate the breathing. Mm. One of those are breathing exercises The focus in the area of the heart. Okay, and then you breathe in and out you know, about five seconds each. Okay, the five seconds each is very important because science has uh, concluded that this is called the resonance frequency breathing. So we are able to reach a, a very nice, coherent uh, balance between the two systems. Mm. Mm. okay, and also to activate a positive feeling of appreciation, care for something or someone. So when we are, you are able to activate read just to self-generate that positive feeling, we are using you know different part, parts of our brain to do that. So let's say, yeah. I appreciate that I today, today I have this opportunity to speak with Vincent. I really you know uh, embrace this chance. And that gives mm. me a feeling of, you know, uh, you know, self-accomplishment, maybe. Right. You know, and I focus about this rather than, oh, no, no. What I have, you no know, all those things I said, I could have said better. You know, ah. <laughs> right. right. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's attitude towards what I want to focus on. Mm. When I'm able to do that, my heart rate variability will definitely be, uh, you know, uh, better in terms of shape. Mm. Okay. Right. Yeah. um that will increase our well-being and resilience.
2: Mm.
0: Okay. And at this particular uh test or service, would you say that anybody can take it just to know themselves a bit better? Or is it kind of targeted at, uh if you feel like there's perhaps, you know, uh, you're struggling with certain aspects of your life, then you and look out uh check out this uh, particular
1: thing. Any anyone you can do that is just just to even to uh improve your own well being. You don't have to be mm. uh, under you know uh chronic stress then you can use yeah. this one <laughs> just to just improve uh. your well being you know even though even though you're healthy and this is this will be a very good um a method, you know resource for you to um prolong you know your your well being.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay. Uh, in your doctoral dissertation. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so the title of your paper is called Building Coherence and Increasing Emotional Regulation, mm. Flexibility Towards Resilience, an Experimental Study in Singapore. So, uh, any of your findings took you by surprise when you wrote this paper?
1: Actually, not really. It's something that I really <laughs> I hypothesized. And I think uh, this I was quite confident that, that uh, it will work that the, the mm. results would be something that I expected. Um, okay. Because I'm using the, the heart mass system as a, mm. um, a, a tool, you know, a collection of tools to help um, participants to increase their resilience. So when, when we talk about resilience, what I meant is more of also um, physiological resilience. So I I use some software to measure the, the HRV. So at the end of um, the 13, 13 days of practice, Okay um they're using I taught them uh how to use the uh, inner balance which I loaned it to them so they need to practice twice a day 8 minutes mm-hmm. uh each and then and you know, I I taught them how to use uh heart focused breathing uh heart locking some some of these methods so they are able to to increase their mind and body especially brain heart brain connection okay so at the end mm-hmm. of this uh at the post-test that i was able to get you know um very good results from them because when when i use this software to measure these are objective measurements okay okay you, you cannot lie your, your, your body cannot lie to do that mm. yeah so so I, I was very happy that i was able to get you know um, even 80 percent improvement of the hre wow okay. yeah just in 13 days okay mm. And, um also that I use two other other uh, uh, assessment more of the psychological mm. assessment to just to measure whether there's an improvement in terms of you know how they perceive their uh, their environment their stress so one mm. is I use uh, the sense of coherence skills skills okay sense of coherence basically you now it measures the comprehensibility whether a person is able to comprehend that the environment is predictable, uh you know, and, and they're able to overcome the the uh, the, the no adversities. Okay. Mm. Another one, the second one will be manageability, whether they're able to get resources, obtain resources in order to help them to overcome all the difficult situations. And meaningfulness is how they put meaning into all these you known situations, right? So, but then because it's only 13 days, right, I could only gain uh, a, a, a significant result and a manageability. That means that they're able mm. to use resources. But there's no inc- decrease between, you know, uh, in comprehensibility and in meaningfulness and that stays okay. Okay. Yeah, and that, that's good. And mm. so th- that means that, you know, with resources, you're able to, to adapt better, even mm. to very tough situations. So another mm. assessment that I use is uh, Zimbardo Time Perspective Inventory. Okay? okay. Because humans are natural time travellers. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. We always yeah. travel yeah. to the future or to the past or we stay in the present moment. When we are very mm. anxious, usually we always fear of the, the future. Mm. But the fear of the future is also because of the past experience. The very, you know, uh, negative past experience. So mm. what it measures is, you no, know, uh there's a past positive past negative. Okay. And then in the mm. present moment, there's a present fertilistic. That means that, you know, whatever that uh, this person will perceive, whatever he or she does, okay, there's nothing that he can control. Okay. It's like a fixed mindset. Mm. Okay. So the present hedonistic means that this person is able to, um, to enjoy the present moment. Okay. But also might, you know, when, when the, the score is getting too high. That also means that this person is very impulsive. There's no no regard for the future because I just want to to enjoy the present moment. So I just mm. you know because of all those past traumatic experience, I have no future. So right. I just drink like no body business. <laughs> I just gamble. <laughs> okay. I don't go MBS. Right. This. Okay. Okay. So the future, the higher the score, you have for future, the the the, the more uh, that you're able to to plan what's coming mm. for you. Yeah. Okay. So so what I had was that uh there's a significant decrease in uh past negative, also a decrease mm. in present fatalistic. Yeah, and also a slight mm. increase of the of the uh, future future score. So so the whole thing is that um I think it's a very promising um research that it should be done, can be done again, right? Maybe mm. even with musician on music performance anxiety. I hope I can do that.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. So, so when you ask about what I, have I found anything surprising? No. It's everything. Yeah. That's
0: expected? predicted.
1: Yeah, no. predicted. I see.
0: Mm. Yeah. And right. Now let's move on to the, the fight and flight reaction that you mentioned previously. Mm. So this particular uh, fight, flight, or freeze uh, reaction is something that is quite uh commonly um talked about mm. in music schools mm. uh when we react to high pressure situation mm. this is one of the the immediate response to that so uh i have been i've heard people say that this is a a very primitive behavior mm. and it's sort of like encoded into our dna mm. whereby it will not be hundred percent gone, mm. but of course, with these things, we can always work around to to cope with it. Mm. So uh, is that true?
1: Yeah, that's true. It's is wired into our system. We need the fight and flight. Mm. We not we need the freeze. Yeah, because mm. if let's say one day you walk into a forest and you you saw you know this cobra snake, <laughs> mm. what do you do? You see, because if let's right. say you take out this fight and flight system, which is also in another you know uh word for sympathetic nervous system mm. okay if without that you'll be cute, because you need to run or you need yeah. to fight against it mm. yeah. so it's always preparing for, for situation that might be a threat to you mm. okay when it comes to freeze freeze is, is something that also um, is also adaptive because we, we need this freeze moment in order for us to be less impulsive at times Okay. okay. When it comes to you know and we only get into freezes when we see that um um the threat cannot be cannot be uh, overcome. Okay. Okay. So it's just like some right. of these animals right when they they, they, they they get frozen is because that they need to to go in the state of uh, mimicking death so that mm. you know the the, the uh, predator can thought that oh it's dead so they can probably let it go a while. Yeah. yeah. Leave it alone. Leave it alone yeah. for, for now because I, I mm. already obtained this food. So that would mm. be a higher chance for this probably this animal to run away. So this is very mm. important um for for us. What we can do is try how we, we we regulate this nervous system. What I also found recently, right, other than the heartman system, all those resilience, right? Um I, I get to I'm also researching a lot of breathing. Musicians mm. are supposed to be masters of breathing, right? <laughs> yeah. But also, interestingly, musicians are also susceptible to MPA, performance anxiety,
2: mm.
1: right? Why is that so? So I ask myself that question. It's the way we breathe. Because most of us, musicians, we are mouth breather.
2: Mm.
0: Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. So we're kind of mouth yeah. breather. That's why a lot of us, when we, when we Maybe here our colleagues, right? They might be snoring. They might have sleep apnea. Okay, they might have also um you know high blood pressure. A lot of those things, mm. you know, all those symptoms. Why? Because mouth breathing is bad for our health. Okay. Mm. Wow. Yeah, and that will activate the fight and flight system. Okay, we need to switch mm. to nose breathing. Okay, nose breathing and light breathing because, you no, know, we 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 have been you know practicing a lot of breathing. Uh, improving our mi- biomechanic of that lungs, right? So we mm. even use balloons. We use some of those tools to increase the the capacity of, of our lungs, which is mm. actually bad.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. Right.
0: So these are sort of like those uh, ping pong ball tools, the breath builders, are, are, are these the equipments that you're you're referring to yeah. that could cause that w- could potentially be harmful for
1: that's right for us. That's right. Okay. It, it's definitely helpful for um music playing, instrumental playing. Mm. But if you want to use the same method, we need to use a different method for our daily well-being. Because we okay. have to transfer and use it, you know, daily, that's that tra- detrimental to our health. Mm. Mm. Because when we when we overbreathe, right, so we are um uh, that there, there'll be higher chance of us hyper hyperventilated, get hyperventilated, mm. and also that the whole of these blood vessels, everything it will be under stress. Okay. okay, and the lungs, the air going to our lungs will be unfiltered, uh, it will be cold air, and that's why some of us will also more prone to asthma. Oh, mm. right. Okay, so by doing nose breathing, okay, first, you know, we have all this nose hair, right. There's a filtration, mm. right? And also, that the nose, in fact, that has uh, this uh, natural gas has been uh, generated in the sinus, we call it the nitric oxide. Mm. and the nitric oxide is a natural uh, vessel dilator. that means that it dilates your lungs and your blood vessels okay yeah and recently you know because of COVID-19 you know researchers have been trying to 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 use more of this uh, nitric oxide to help the patients Mm. Mm. and that's been naturally uh, uh, produced in our sinus and also the way that we we exhale because we tend to sigh a lot we tend to exhale a lot because there's a belief that Carbon downside is always gas. Okay. Yeah, we need to push out as much carbon dioxide as we can. But carbon dioxide is mm-hmm. the catalyst of us breathing. The body doesn't okay. measure how much uh, oxygen you have in the body for you to breathe, take an in- inhalation. Okay, it's to determine mm-hmm. how much carbon downside you have. But when we lose too much of the carbon dioxide, first we hyperventilate. Okay, our pH and our blood will turn more alkaline which is bad for us. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because mm. we need that balance of the carbon dioxide in order to release the oxygen in the blood, in the hemoglobin,s into our tissues and the brain.
0: Okay. So that the necessary organs can function. Exactly. That is, right.
1: Exactly. Okay. So mm. that's why, you know, we need to learn um, the biochemistry. So we need to, to understand about how this thing works. Okay. Between the gas exchange between uh, oxygen and carbon dioxide and the inhalation of uh, nitric oxide. Okay, mm. when it comes to the biomechanics, okay, we need to just breathe deep, not big. Mm. Mm, sometimes okay. we, we are breathing too too much. The best will be four to six liters. But usually when we, we take in too much air. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then also, you know, we use of uh, the more of this uh, resonance frequency breathing that means to breathe in and out five seconds each. If we're able to regulate okay. all this together, like breathing, deep breathing, and pace breathing, okay, that will help us to regulate the fight and flight system.
0: Mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, this sounds like a, a very useful ritual and practice to, to implement before we go on stage. Yes. Right? Yes. And of course, the, I mean, wh- whatever you said about uh, ad- adapting or adopting some kind of breathing technique prior to a performance is, is not new knowledge, but something new about what you just said is dissecting it into these different uh, parts. Yeah, the three parts. Which is, yeah, yeah which is deep, uh, slow, right? Yeah.
1: And light. Uh, light, yeah. yeah. It's just like the three legs S- of the, of the as a stool. Mm. Yeah, so you want to balance, you want to sit nicely on a stool yeah, it's best that you have these three, three legs, three Right. Mm,
0: okay. So, uh, just one one final question, and what is this thing about uh, <laughs> this fight, flight, and freeze reaction that can sometimes undo all this preparation work that we've done beforehand? We, of course, we spend time in the practice room mm. trying to prepare for this performance mm. and be be as good as possible Mm. but sometimes when we go on the performance stage it seems like some of these things can be undone Mm. this could be a severe case of um, uh, performance anxiety yes why would this happen
1: I think that's the um, the issue of a focus that we put No, we we invest in on stage Mm. you know I think most of us that we we're always travelling to the future Mm. right we will try to anticipate or predict what would the audience um be saying about my part okay and yeah. what would my colleagues think of how well I played mm. yeah so we put a lot of attention on this evaluative part how people our our social environment you know uh, how would they be judging me mm. yeah instead of just the music alone and also that, you know, would I be in tune? So that's a competency thing also. Yeah. Right. Would I be in tune? Would I be in, uh, on tempo? You know, a lot of this. So, so there's a lot of self-doubt.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, during that, that moment. So what, I, yeah. what, what I, I, would recommend is really to, um, increase that self-belief. Even, I think one of the questions you, you talk about, you know, um, uh, that you wrote uh, is about um, uh, irrational, irrational,
0: iras- ir-
1: yeah, irrational op- optimism. Yeah, that is one yeah. part of the positive illusions la, In psychology, we also mm. talk about, and and sometimes that can be helpful. That's helpful be- mm. because that would get you to just to move move forward with this set of thoughts. Mm. Okay, mm. we just need to put all those, uh, obstacles or all this. Uh, negative evaluations just pack it aside so it's about mindfulness again am I mindful yeah. to stay on this track on this course mm. if I become mindful about all these thoughts yeah. then yes. I would need to to be I need to make a tough decision what is the most helpful for me now mm. right the well, mindfulness yeah. is about always about the present moment mm. so you have to yeah. make the tough decision what am I going to do now Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think staying present in a performance is perhaps one, one of the most challenging things. Yes. You might think we are, but sometimes we are we're not. And I think one one can also say that if you are st- staying in the present, it also means that you are entering this sort of flow state, right? Yes. Whereby yeah, you we are not overthinking any other things, just doing our thing. That's right. And we are yeah, and the focus is, is deep. That's right. And we are deeply engaged in the work. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, this has been a, a wonderful chat. I, I feel like I can still <laughs> go on for, <laughs> for hours. But we're not, I will not take up any more of your time. Okay. Uh, you've been so generous uh, with your sharing. You've been so generous with um, the time that uh, you spent talking to me. Uh, so, pleasure. yeah. I will provide the links of Andy's practice and body insight in the uh, show notes. So, do check it out. If you feel that this, uh, whatever he said is helpful and some of uh, the services that he, that he provides will be helpful to you. Mm. Uh, be sure to come up and get in touch with him. As you can tell from the chat, he's extremely approachable, very friendly. <laughs> thank yeah. you. Uh, so uh, thank you so much once again uh, for, for coming on to the show, Andy, and uh, for sharing your expertise and your knowledge and uh, answering all these uh, questions that I've posted to you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Vincent. I really appreciate this opportunity. So for all of you listening, thank you for staying with us throughout this episode. And most importantly, thank you for your attention. It is very much appreciated. And with that, we will sign off on this episode of You Play A What. You have been listening to You Play A What, hosted by Vincent Tan. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button so that you'll be notified when a new episode is posted. Rate rate and review the podcast and share it with your friends if you feel so inclined. The theme music for the podcast is entitled Midnight Affairs and is composed by Algirdas Matonis and recorded by Vincent Tun. Thank you so much for listening to You Play Awards. Until next time.